0: Hey there, streakers. Here's a funny one for you. I was five minutes into recording the podcast for today and realized that I had selected the wrong microphone and no audio was being recorded at all. That's what I... Now, the reason I tell you that is because what I'm talking to you about is the wedding weekend that we had, and I think maybe a little bit of fatigue from enjoying the party may have set in just a little bit. Today, we're going to talk about setting... Not setting keeping your streaks alive when everything is so busy. I've talked about it before. I'm going to talk to you about it again because this wedding weekend, along with graduation, one of my daughters graduated from college, was all part of this. And the question is, did I keep the streaks alive and why? Why do it when it is it seems to be you're doing the basics, the floor of the streak? Why is it that you keep it going? That's what we're going to talk about today. So let's Start streaking. What is streaking and why should you do it? Streaking is how you set up personal winning streaks. Look at who you want to be and what you need to do to become that person. This is Streaking. I'm Jeff. And I'm Jamie. And we are streakers. Through 30 years of marriage and seven children, we have learned the power of consecutive consistency or streaking. To start streaking is simple. You just follow these three laws make it laughably simple. Keep a record and join the streaking community. Streaking is your hidden superpower. With it, you will consistently progress and grow in whatever area of life you want. In this podcast, Jeff and I will share all the fun, exciting, serious, solemn, wonderful parts of family, spiritual, professional, and personal life, and how streaking powers it all. So join us in the conversation, join the movement, and start streaking today. The weekend, before the weekend, before the wedding weekend, we were in Rexburg, Idaho, at BYU-Idaho, for my daughter's graduation from college. She's been at it for a long time. Couldn't be prouder of her. It was absolutely wonderful. Up in Rexburg, if you've never been, it is a very small town. Well, not so small anymore because of BYU-Idaho that's there. However, it is pretty far up past Idaho Falls. From our home, it's about a four-hour trip, a little less than a four-hour trip to get up there. And it all started Thursday morning. We got up really early Thursday morning, left, got there just in time for a celebration that or a reception that they were having for a program called BYU Pathways that my daughter is involved with. BYU Pathways is making higher education available all over the world. It is an online uh, education, online opportunity for people that haven't had the opportunity to hit college. And if they didn't even graduate high school, it'll help them to graduate high school and to get ready to be accepted into college. Then from their BYU pathway, they can actually get a degree from Brigham Young University, Idaho. My daughter is going to start working for them. She graduated in interdisciplinary studies, has been working for BYU Pathways. As an intern, she left and they asked her back into a full-time position, which Wonderful, proud of her. She did a great job. It was fun to be there to see the commencement and then the convocation. Commencement was the overall general big graduation where everyone was graduating. You probably are thinking, really, they do graduate? Yeah, graduations happen all the time. This one, uh, because BYU Idaho is on a trimester that uh, a, a trimester rather than a semester uh, schooling process. It's word I'm looking for. <laughs> they have this graduation right before the Christmas break. It was beautiful and wonderful. If, you, if you've if uh, you attended graduations before, you he- hear a lot of hooping and ho- hollering and everything else. This is a little bit different. These, uh, they want to maintain the, what was it that they said as far as how did, they wanted to maintain the, um, it wasn't reverence. I'm forgetting exactly the words that they use of the moment, but the dignity of it. And therefore, there was applause and a lot of applause. However, not a lot of hooping and hollering. And that was different for me. I'm used to hooping and hollering. In fact, I had recorded a message for Natalia who graduated that I said, hey, I'm going to be the one yelling the loudest for you. Not true. (laughs) Didn't yell at all. Graduation happened Thursday. We had the most wonderful barbecue out of a gas station. Now, I know that sounds weird. If you are in the United States and you look at gas stations and you think, how could you get barbecue out of a gas station? In fact, often it's not barbecue, it's a really disgusting looking hot dog or a taquito that's on those roller things that you're looking at going, I don't know how anyone eats that. However, they must sell them because they're always there. This is a barbecue that is, we've had it a couple of times before, They are based out of a gas station. So one side is the gas station. The other side is the barbecue. Great. Great barbecue. Tastes awesome. Brisket, pulled pork, tri-tip, just wonderful. Had that, plus mac and cheese, plus uh, they had uh, fried, what was it, fried pickles and waffle sweet fries. (laughs) Now, the reason I'm telling you about it is because we had it between the commencement and the convocation, and that it was... Oh, one other thing I was going to tell you. My son-in-law also graduated, had no idea he was graduating. Totally sprung it on us. Going to the same school as Natalia, BYU-Idaho, he graduated. I was so proud of him, too. It just blew us both away. That took all day Thursday. We were going all day into the evening. Then we woke up the next day on Friday, helped my daughter, and her husband, move out of their apartment. They've actually accepted an internship. She's got a job, so they're moving out of their apartment. We helped them. Then from there, we came down back to our house so that we could get ready for the wedding, which was happening Saturday. Did everything we needed to. I was DJing the wedding, so I had to get all the equipment ready and set up and uh, all the playlists that I wanted to have access to and ready to go got all of those set up. That took us into the evening. We had to go get some tablecloths because we needed to match the tablecloths with what was happening at the venue. That took us all the way into the evening. Then Saturday morning, interestingly enough, was a little bit mellow. We didn't, I I woke up very early because I was a little bit anxious about what it was that I was going to be playing, making sure that I had my son's wedding, especially for his bride, that everything was set up the way that it needed to be for the DJ, so that they had everything that they wanted. And the morning was a little bit mellow. In fact, Jamie and I were commenting on it, and we thought, you know what? This is a little bit more mellow than the bride's side. We've had three daughters that got that have gotten married, and that was a little bit more stressful. This a little bit more mellow. I'm and it was great. Jamie and I talked a lot about it. We're like, wow, groom side's a little bit different. The other thing we talked about is we were asking each other, where do you think the tradition of the bride paying for almost everything, where did that start? Now, I am sure that there are several internet sites that you could find this information out. I could probably Google it right now. Aside from that, just putting a little bit of thought to it and coming up with our own reasons, Jamie and I decided that the person who wants the party is usually the bride, and she wants the party so that she can be beautiful dress. You know, I want to celebrate this great big marriage and wedding. Obviously, the party, the wedding reception, you have gifts that come about. I know that the reception itself, part of the tradition comes because or it comes not because the tradition is that you are celebrating a new king and queen and showering them with gifts is partly in celebration of that and to help them get going and i'm wonder, i'm just wondering if the brides if the brides like but i want to have the reception and therefore the bride's family pays for most of it i know that we did that for our three daughters this one my sons wife's family paid for that and they're an awesome family oh my goodness he he my son and his wife are phenomenal her family is phenomenal it was just a great event overall. The DJing, I just had a blast. It is so much fun to get the dance party going and to play the music. I just enjoy it. I've been doing it for 25 years. I DJ, I've DJed dances and weddings and parties, and they're just a lot of fun. Okay, so that took us all the way into the evening. Stopped by In-N-Out Burger to grab a burger and surprise. On the way home, got home at around, what, 10.30, 11 o'clock, something like that. Still had streaks to do. And then Sunday, we went and celebrated my brother, my brother's family. Now, I'm giving you a little bit of a travelogue, and this is all leading up to a point, and I hope that it's not boring you. Sunday, went to my brother's house. He hosted lunch, and we stayed there and played games. We took uh, people to the airport and back, which took another hours. All of that on Sunday. Now, of these three days, Thursday, Friday, Saturday and Sunday, four days, I can't even count. That's a little bit how worn I am. I did my streaks on every single one of those days. Every single one. Now, isn't there a point where you may ask the question, can't you just not do it for a couple of days and then just pick it up again? I have found that anytime I give myself an excuse, doesn't matter what the excuse is, to not do the streak. It's not a couple of days before you pick it up again. It's a couple of months. It's a lot of time in between. This has not been the case since I've started streaking. However, it was the case before I started streaking in that I would do an activity, think that that activity is going to be something that I'm going to continue with, and I don't. And the question is why? What is it in our psyche and our behavior that stops us from doing what it was that we knew was good for us. Today, I was doing a little bit of consulting work with a client, a Franklin Covey client, with the four disciplines of execution. And they were talking about how when they initially put the four disciplines of execution in place, they get an uplift. There's this motivation and excitement that comes from putting it in place. However, once it got to a certain point, there's a couple of things that happen in the psyche. You know What? we got here i think we can keep this going we don't need to be, really pay attention to not be as intentional or deliberate about it anymore immediately they saw a a fall off in the results that is true across the board in regards to behavior and activity if you are not intentional and deliberate about your behavior and activity it will not last you will not continue to grow you will not continue to progress if however you do the laughably simple thing and you continue to do that laughably simple thing, you will have moments in time where you have greater intensity, greater focus and others where you do the floor of your success. Doing, completing the streaks that I have while in all of this time, busy time, was something that helped ground me in the things I wanted to continue to focus to do. Now, some of the streaks coincided with what it was that i doing. For example, connecting with one of my children. I was connecting with one of them because we had the whole family out all the time. Connecting with them was great. I got overboard on connection. That doesn't mean, though, that I've connected enough with them that, oh, that'll last for a couple of months. Sometimes we talk about, you know, in Franklin Covey, they talk about the emotional bank account. And you've got to put deposits in. If you put consistent deposits in, that's great. But the withdrawal, what is a withdrawal? Well, a withdrawal, and by the way, whenever you withdraw from the emotional bank account of anyone, it's usually a significant withdrawal. It's not a little withdrawal. It's a big withdrawal. So depositing all the time is important to continue to maintain relationships. This weekend or four days was all about celebrating the accomplishments and the 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 wedding of our children these were great big emotional bank account deposits for us for jamie and i for our children it was so much fun Connecting with our children, connecting with those who you love on a consistent basis builds that emotional bank account so that when there is something that may that you didn't plan for, that wasn't there, that you didn't really know, when that comes about, you have something to draw on. You, the strength of your relationship is enough that it can weather the difficult storm. Keeping your streaks alive helps you to do, not helps you to do, I'm going to come back just a little bit on that. Keeping your streaks alive, the activities that you want to do on a regular basis, keeps you growing and progressing deliberately and intentionally toward who you want to be. That's why you streak. I was, uh, you know, at this time of year, we're getting close to the New Year's resolutions. And I've talked about this a little bit. When you look at your New Year's resolutions, and by the way, just a little side note, we have some really cool shorts that are coming out where Talon went out and did some street interviews and talked with a lot of people about New Year's resolutions, about goal setting. And it's amazing to listen to these individuals, not being prompted by us, but just asking the questions. Talk about, for example, we asked someone, what would you recommend to someone who was starting a New Year's resolution? Make it small. Share it with someone. Keep track of it. All of those things. You'll see these coming out. It's amazing as you think about it. It's all about the streaking. And the streak is what helps you to sustain the behaviors of who you want to be and what you want to become. When I was talking with this client today, in regards to four disciplines of execution and talking to them about what they needed to do, one of the the critical components was sustaining behavior through time. When you sustain behavior through time, that's when you get the compound interest effect, which means you get a lot more success. However, it's small at first. It's tiny at first. It's not as noticeable at first. Over time is where it really comes into, into play. So in your busy time, this is a busy time of life. Why? Because you've got a lot of events, a lot of relationships that you're keeping up, a lot of people that you're contacting. There's presents that you're buying. There's parties that you're going to. Keep your streaks alive. Because as you do, that gives you the consecutive muscle or continues to strengthen your consecutive muscle so that when you have the times where you can spend a little bit more energy, a little bit more intensity on a particular set of streaks, you haven't you don't have to start over. You're keeping going. There's a lot of studies on this. I need to I need to really start to quote some of those in here so that you can see what they are. But the streak does keep you progressing growing toward who you want to be. Now, if you want to find out more about streaking, you can buy the book at Amazon Barnes & Noble or anywhere books are sold. We're on to the second edition of, and we've begun the manuscript for the second edition of Streaking, and it's going to be a lot better. This, I was talking to someone just the other day, they're like, so is the Streaking book. It's a good book. It's a four-hour read. It's a quick read. On the scale of good, zero is good, to 10, excellent, I was asked this just the other day, where would you put the Streaking book? Now, remember, the calibration of the scale is good to excellent, not from bad to good. If we're on bad, if we're on a bad to good, or if it were on a, sorry, a bad to good scale, so bad was zero, good was a ten. I would say that the streaking book is right up there, nine or ten. It's a it teaches great principles. It's a quick read. It helps you. It helps with metaphors and with common stories. Really get some understanding around streaking and what it is you do to maintain successful streaks. Now, if you change that scale, where zero is good and 10 is excellent, I would say the streaking book is right around a three, maybe a four, but a three or a four, which means we need to do a better job. We need to get a streaking book in your hands that has a couple of different things. First of all, real life of examples of people who have set streaks and how it's changed their lives. I've got seven, eight streakers in the streaking app. That are we're going to get their stories. They're going to tell their story about how streaks have impacted them. Second thing is the academic studies that have been done on streaks and streaking. We've got a professor at, we interviewed him, Danny Weathers, on the on this on this podcast, on the streaking podcast, and he talks about what streaks do in marketing. We're going to quote that. There's other areas as well. We're going to talk about in this in the new in the second edition of the streaking book, the difference between goals habits and streaks and how they work together and what it is you do to use them to create self improvement right now the working title of the manuscript is streaking still streaking um and then and then the the subtitle is running naked through life or the no 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 it's not running it's the art and science of running naked through life The reason I want to use that is obviously capitalizing on the streaking title, but also streaking is about being vulnerable. So the art and the science of running naked through life, it's the vulnerability that you are going to employ in your own life to do laughably simple things in a consistent manner that bring about massive, fantastic results. If you want to read the streaking book now, please do. We've got plenty of copies out there. It's a great read. Amazon, Barnes & Noble, anywhere books are sold. The Streaking app continues to get better every single day. That's another place where you can mark your streaks, share a streak, invite others to start doing the same streak you're doing or invite them to the Streaking app, create a community, all of that in the Streaking app, share your success. Wonderful, fantastic, amazing. Download it, give us a review. Hey, subscribe to the podcast, share the podcast with someone. Let them know that on this podcast, you really learn what it is to set up laughably small things that bring about great success in your life. That's what this is about. To give you what you need to continue to progress on a daily basis. Until we talk again, keep streaking.